on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Beyonce is like, listen, we need more money for this wedding. You should possibly go get a job. She says, I shouldn't have to because of this. And we're going to see if we agree. Okay. Welcome to a brand new group therapy. Happy Monday. What is this, Jess? So when listeners are going through something in their life, sometimes you just kind of need an outside perspective. So Kramer and I do our best to give some advice. And then we also turn to you so you can help out your neighbor as well. If you ever want to be on here because you've got a dilemma, email me, Kramer at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Hey, Krista from Howard County. Good morning. Good morning. So, what's going on? Um, my fiance and I are getting married, and I think that he needs to get a second job so we can pay for the wedding. Okay. How did that come into play? I guess I'm just confused of why we're, we're financially you guys are with this. Okay, so we've been together for like uh, for four years, and we have a two-year-old, and we're finally getting married. And uh, yeah, we had a baby two years ago, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. And he was like, "You need to go get a job to pay for this wedding." And I was like, "Being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job. Uh, <laughs> it is exhausting." Um, it takes all my energy. It is way more labor intensive than what he does. He works in payroll. And I'm like, you need to go get a second job, like working for Uber. That's what I think in order to pay for this wedding. What was his reaction when you said the Uber thing? He was upset and was like, I already have a job. Like, you're the one who's not pulling in any money. I'm like, well... That's rude. I, um, but are you also are you also making all the financial decisions for the wedding? Because I listen, I, I gotta be. I, I'm gonna be authentic about this because I, I'm I'm getting anxious about no, please, even my reaction. Because to this. I'm like, I mean, I'm a little like I understand why you're offended, Krista. Like I understand. I my viewpoint is being a stay at home mom is not a job. Okay, it's not a job by the definition. I and disagree. I'm not, this, and this so is don't why. think you're alone in this. Krista. I don't think it is a job. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do believe it's hard hard work and that you have to do a lot of things. I'm sure you're busy constantly, but I, I, you know, by the definition of what a job is, I don't believe we've talked about this on the show before and I just got roasted for that. So I think I'm like, we've got into this before PTSD of bringing this back up, Mm -hmm. but you think he's out of line by asking you to go get a job because you think you have a job. I have a job and I just don't get paid for it. Okay, like my payment is the fact that my fiance works and he takes care of us. That is my payment. Like I get with Kramer's like technical brain that he's like technically it's not like you're on a payroll and you don't get a pay stub and obviously when it comes to parenting like no like that it is your obligation to your child to take care of them however i do think stay-at-home parents put in so much time yes. and effort that like i think yes. it's i think it's really messed up when the other in the relationship is like you should go get a job when it's like i'm sure your husband has no clue about so many things that go on in your household because they're already done because you have them taken care of for him. You think it's a better solution though for him to get another job than for her to go get an actual paying job? When he comes home from work, you could go out and, and make a living Dude, to... you've never, ever lived with children. You've never I'm had to take care hard. of them. Uh-huh. So I'm just I'm saying, saying it's, it's easier for someone to it's be like, so when your significant other gets home, since you've spent all day taking care of the kids, how about you go do Uber Eats and all that kind of stuff? Like, you it's don't know what yeah. it feels like. 410-583-1065. This is where you hop in the conversation now. Like, can stay-at-home parents argue 
that they have an actual job. Like that that is their job. And like listen, this is I, even though I don't financially contribute, we're saving enough money through childcare that like this is a, an actual job. Let's see if you find that as a, as the real argument here. 410-583-1065. Is a stay-at-home parent is that a job? Uh Aaliyah from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. So do you think that being a stay-at-home parent is a job? Yes, I 100% do think it's a um, just because, so I'm 20, um, and I was raised by a mom who was a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. and my dad worked full-time, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just seeing, like, how I have also have a brother and a sister, so just seeing, like, how she, like, sh- not struggled, but how she, like, it was definitely harder for her. Uh, I didn't see how my dad was at work, so I can't really tell you how that was. But, like, just seeing my mom, like, she'd wake up super early. She'd have to get ready. Me and my brother ready for school. My sister was a baby, so she would have to get up early for her anyway. Sure. Um, it was just, like, just so much stuff that she would have to do. Like, if people came to our house, like BG and e if, like, the electrical people came to our house, she was right. always, like, the one dealing with them, you know? Did, yeah. you, did you feel like, and I mean, obviously you're 20, so you may not... I don't even know any of us as kids could have comprehended this, but, like, did you ever feel like the family was struggling, like, that you could have used more money, that possibly your mom could have gone and been a provider financially? I mean, I, like, I I say yes. Like, we did struggle, but the way my mom, because, like, my mom's the superhero, you know? Yes. She never... She never let us know that we were struggling. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, I get it. I see that. Thank you so much for calling. 410-583-1065. In my opinion, she needs to get a real job. You can't use this as an excuse. I mean, my friends do this all the time where they're like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And, like, I get it. That's hard. But what I do is hard, too. I mean, I get up and work 9 to 5 every day. Usually have to sit in traffic, and I'm going for even longer. So you're it's just ridiculous. Do you have kids? No, I don't. Okay. But I want to, and I'm like, guess what? When I have kids, I'm going to do both. Now, listen, I I don't just so we're clear. I don't feel aggressively as you do about that. Um, but but I do see. I I do know what you mean. Uh, where where it's not like if we're going by providing, you know, like right. for, for the family mm-hmm. or t- towards a wedding in this situation. I don't. I just don't know that like we can consider that a job in this situation. It's just hard for me to take this from someone who like doesn't actually or personally have the experience of having to do both and like having to juggle kids. And like I, I love that you have uh, you know the goal to be able to do both. I think anyone can do whatever they want if they but put their mind to it. You can have an opinion, but I'm just saying like it's just you know if you I don't think until you actually experience that struggle yourself can you say like. Well, I'm tired too. Like we just don't, we don't, we don't have the ability to understand the type of tiredness no, to juggle right. both. Yeah, That's what I'm right. trying to yeah, say. Yeah. I, in the household I grew up with, my mom did both, and like her mom did both. So I've seen it. You can do it, especially like if this, if it's to pay for her wedding. Look, help a guy out. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, of course. Hey, Stephanie, PA. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How do you feel about this? I, I'm sort of on her page as well, but I am very angry with the previous caller. I have three kids, and I did both, and I was a stay-at-home mom after my third one. Mm-hmm. And when I can tell you that being a stay-at-home mom, I am ten times busier now than when I worked a full-time job and was doing everything else that I was doing. And it is a different type of 
job. Yes, it might not be physically demanding, but it is emotionally demanding because there is tons of times that you're running the kids around cleaning the house or cooking and making sure everybody's bathed and fed and everything, and it goes unappreciated. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that it makes me angry that somebody who has never been in a stay-at-home mom's position can mm. speak on it yes. and sit there and say that she that this other lady needs to go out and get a job mm -hmm. she's saving money on childcare, and oddly enough i'm actually in the same situation that she is my husband and i are planning our 15 year vow renewal because we never had an um, actual wedding yeah. and i went out and i got a job because my husband was paying for all the bills and i said you know what I'm going to go out and get a job. We're at a position with his schedule that I can work around his schedule and still take care of the kids and use my job as paying for the vow renewal. Mm. And that's so, what we're doing. But did your husband at any point be like, can you get a real job because what you do right now is not real? Did he say that to you at any point? No, because he knows I would probably smack him. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Well, she's not married yet, so maybe she doesn't have to learn that yet. No, okay. but th that's my point is I don't think anyone has a right to say to a, a parent that stays at home that what you're doing is not a real job. I don't think so, that's okay. But, but, okay, but in a sense, you also uh, kind of agree with the situation. You just don't like it being stated that way. Because you're like, like you're saying in your situation, you're like, I, listen, I had to do all the motherly roles, mm -hmm. but then I also went out and got a job because I knew that our, our family needed more finances, right? Yeah. So you kind of understand the situation in the sense of like, could she go out and get a job? Well, I think I do agree that, yes, she probably could, but... I don't know what their situation is. Like, if he works a Monday through Friday, you know, nine to five job, it might be more difficult for her to find an evening job for him to take care of, you know, the two-year-old mm -hmm. versus, like, with me, my husband's on different, he works different shifts. Sure. Yeah. So, so. It's, it's more flexible for me to be able to get a job. Like I said, I don't know what her situation is. Sure. But exactly. There are there are other options out there, you know, like I got a serving job where I make just strictly tips, and right. that pays for, you know, our vow renewal. I mean, we're taking 21 people of our friends and family to Punta Cana for our 15-year vow renewal. That'd we're paying for it. Congratulations, now, by the way. That's amazing. When that's done, do you, do you plan on uh, dropping the, the waiter gig? No, I plan on staying with it because, honestly, I, I do miss the interaction with okay. other, uh, you know, human beings that are above, three feet tall yeah. um, <laughs> and having, you know, conversations with yeah. other sure. adults. Sure. But, I mean, you know, it, it depends on her situation, but I just don't think other people should speak to, you know, what a stay-at-home mom really does unless you've walked in their shoes and unless you have kids. Yeah. And like I said, before when I was working, I used to think that it was an easy job. I'm like, oh, they get to stay home all day until I actually you know, became a stay-at-home mom, and then I was busier. I was 10 times busier than what I was when I was working. You felt and different. I used to work as a dispatcher for 911. Yeah. Because so, you don't get you know. to clock out as a mom. Right. Ever. Yeah, it's different. Thank you so much for calling us, by the way. Who's on six, Jess? Uh, Ty in Baltimore. Hey, Ty, good morning. Hi, good morning. How hey, are you guys? We're doing well. Do you think that being a stay-at-home mom is like a job? You can say, this is my job. This is what I do. So I'm going to kind of play devil advocate. I have four kids, mm -hmm. and I work outside the home, mm -hmm. both me and my husband. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yes, it's work, but it's a responsibility. 
to crucify it as a job or categorize it as a job, I think it's a little yeah. more than what it needs to be. It's a responsibility because at the end of the day, you're both responsible for that child and raising that child. It's almost like and, it falls in separate categories, right? Like you can have, yes. you can say, listen, I have a job and my, I have a responsibility as a parent. Most definitely. I'm having a hard time sitting here agreeing with her this morning by saying, oh, yeah, it's definitely your job because you're a mom. So it's it's tough for me to, like, digest that. Yeah, it's, it's both. You're, yeah. you're working because you're taking care of a child. But at the end of the day, that child takes snacks. You can take a break. But yeah. financially, if you need the money, then you need to should be, you should be contributing. Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It's Monday. <laughs> like, how are we going to start that way, baby? Because it's only up from here. That's why. Yeah. Six o'clock club. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Hopefully it is for you. In case you're new to this, this is just called the six o'clock club. It's the loosest time of the show. Mm-hmm. So we're just waking up, getting things going. You are too. And you get extra credit for being awake here in Maryland. We give you shout outs, give you so much love. So we just need to know who's up. 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Beautiful Beverly is here. Stephanie Lynn, Josie, and PA. 14 degrees over there. Mr. W, good morning. LG, the sassy scientist. Delightful Debbie is here. Lisa is up with us. Sarah and Stu, Kenny from PA. Shelly, good morning. Darren, the flight attendant, is here. Losa Mel Nurse, Terrence, Cheryl, Leanne in the Eastern Shore. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Johnny E is here. Yeah. Joey, the science teacher. Lisa, Jess R. in Westminster. Good morning. Dispatcher D, headed home from work. Ryan, good morning. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. BTSZ is here. Uh, Stephanie in Nottingham. Dante, Anthony from Catonsville, and Sherry from Severn. Happy Monday. How'd you feel about that mini snow we had this weekend? Your thoughts on it? It was cute. You liked it? It was very cute. I mean, it it depends where you are because some people could say mini snow snow, and then people in Carroll County were like, excuse me, I got eight inches. You know what I mean? But I thought it was nice. How was it in Towson? It was like... It looked like powdered sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just, like, a little, just a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if it's going to snow, like either snow or don't. Either no, snow or don't. Absolutely not. Like, I, don't, I either no. want it like I'll it take was. what I had. I'll take what I had. I, I could drive. I wasn't like, I w- my shoes weren't nasty. You know what I mean? Like, I would rather have that than like nasty slush on the road. See, I felt differently, especially I think because we were at home at that point. It's like when you look out the window Saturday morning, and depending on where you were, how was the snow, by the way, where you were? Yeah. Like, I looked outside, I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's all we got? Yeah. Like, we, we, get, we get all freaked out for this? I either want no snow or I want, not again, I don't want, like, people in Boston are getting, like, two feet of snow. I don't want that. But give me a solid, like, six, seven inches. That was crazy and, all like, over the place over here. I'll be good, you know? Hopefully you survive Snowmageddon. But how was it? People up in PA, I wonder how it was for you guys mm-hmm. as, as you got up more north, you know? All right. Six o'clock club. Good morning. Glad you're here. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. The Northeast is still digging out of this weekend's blizzard and several records were broken in the process. So Boston got 23.6 inches of snow on Saturday and that ties its record from 2003 from most snow in a single day. And they've been tracking those stats since 1892. Atlantic City crushed its record for the most snow in the month of January, over 33 inches up from 20.3 inches in uh, January of 1989.
1987. And it was also the snowiest January 29th on record for Philly and for New York City by a long shot. Central Park got 7.3 inches on Saturday, beating the old record of 4.3, set 118 years ago in 1904. We've had a very chilly weekend ourselves, but weather is expected to get a little warmer, at least for winter. Going from the upper 30s today into the high 50s by Wednesday, but the warmer temps will bring some wet weather, so just be prepared. Parts of Maryland will probably see some showers on Thursday, and then there could be potential for a wintry mix on Friday. I saw that. I was so excited. I opened the weather app, and I was like, oh my god, it's going to be like 50-something degrees this week, and it's, but it's like with rain. So it's like, eh, it's warmer, but they can't really enjoy it, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. Number two. The Beijing Winter Olympics are all set to begin with the opening ceremony this Friday on February 4th. And Maryland has always been proud to have Olympic-level athletes. And this year's Winter Games are no different because we've got two Marylanders on this year's Team USA. Summer Britcher is a luge born in Baltimore, and Ashley Caldwell is a freestyle skier from Montgomery County, and they both hope to bring some gold for this year's games. Britcher now resides in Glenrock, PA, is participating in her third Olympic Games. In 2014, she was the youngest member of the luge team at 19 years old, and then training out of Ashburn, VA, Caldwell will be making her fourth trip to the Olympics. She made her debut at 17 during the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver. So the luge events begins on Wednesday, Wednesday, February 2nd, and then the freestyle skiing competition starts on Friday on the 4th. I will say there's some crazy amount of athleticism here coming from this state. Yeah. Like, Isn't that before, cool? Before, when I would live in other other cities, if, like, if you had one mm-hmm. person that went to the Olympics, like every fifth year, they're like, oh my God, this is a huge deal. Yeah. But here in Maryland, it's like every Olympic Games, mm-hmm. we've got like seven people that are going. Also, you know? I learned, I can't remember their names right now, but I also learned when I had a tour at the Naval Academy yeah. that some athletes came from there as well that it's were crazy. like in the NBA and stuff. It's cool. Number one. The Rams and the Bengals have advanced to the Super Bowl. And now for the second straight season, a team will be playing on their own turf. L.A. will host Cincinnati for Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium on February 13th in Inglewood, California. And in more football news, the question that was trending over the weekend, is Tom Brady retiring? ESPN reported the news and then Tom's own company, TV12 Sports, suggested the same thing in a tweet, which was later deleted. So the official word from Tom's agent and his own father is that he has not decided to retire yet. Or maybe he has decided, but he can't say so because it wouldn't be the best financial decision if he did. There are reports that Brady's contract states that he receives $15 million from his $20 million signing bonus on February 4th. But if he were to retire before then, then he wouldn't get the money. Uh, so mark your calendars for February 5th, which is this Saturday. Tom might have something to say, actually. It was really weird because the news broke over the weekend. Was and Saturday, everyone was, was like, like, oh my God, he's, oh, he's retiring. Seven it's like the like an hour later. Yes. It was like, nah, 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 nah. Maybe, and I was I'm not like, sure. Like, all that, over the place. How did that get so misconstrued? Yeah. There had to be something happening there, right? Mm-hmm. But then now if he's got 15 mil on the line, yeah. he's probably like, y'all chill. Like, Allegedly. Yeah. Like, we'll see what happens. All right. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Yeah, look, imagine if somebody offered you fried potatoes, and you were like, I don't really want, I'm just not in the mood for it. Yeah. You know, most of us would say, I pass, and that would be, that would, you'd move on with your day, right? Right. Well, if you know this show, then you know that's not how the story's going to end. <laughs> because we have a segment that we do called P.A. So Cray Cray. All right? And before we get into this, please know this is coming from a place of love. And by no means are we saying that we don't have our own stuff no. we got to work on. 
We have a lot of issues down here. We're just talking about like the more bizarre things that you just really wouldn't expect to be in the news. I just go through the news, man. I promise you. Just yeah. I'm just I'm like a I'm an innocent bystander over here. Mm-hmm. As I'm going through the news, the craziest news stories come out of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And so I think sometimes you have to look at our neighbors to the north and be like, what's what's going on? Y'all good? Everybody good up there? It's happened over the weekend, Jess. Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvania State Police said they were uh, led to an aggravated assault. A charge against a 27-year-old man who was just frying up some potatoes with hot oil. In, in his home? In his home. Okay. Had a metal skillet doing this. You know, just a typical typical weekend morning probably. Maybe yes. a little brunch. Yeah. Said he offered a, a 32-year-old person that was in his house. We're not quite sure the relationship here. Okay. 32-year-old was in the house and uh, said, would you like some of these potatoes? Mm-hmm. And uh, this older, older, I guess it's a man. The older man said, no, no thank you. Yeah. And the, the younger man then became suddenly enraged. Insulted. So what did he do? He took this hot oil. No. And the potatoes. And what did he do next, Jess? He spilled them no. on him. Threw them in the face. What? Threw them in his face. No. Threw them in his face. No, that's for hitting him with a skillet right after no. that. Yes. Yes. Did he knock him out? I uh, don't know if he got knocked out. He was treated in the hospital, though, for burns. Oh, no. And a head injury. But uh, the younger man is now facing several charges up in PA this morning. Were they under the influence? I don't know that, Jess. I'd have to assume. Yeah. What, what do you What do you think happened here, though? I'm thinking that, okay, I'm thinking they, like, took, like, five mimosas to the face each. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're brunching at Saturday. Yeah. The guy who's making the potatoes doesn't even have a shirt on. He's, like, in his house shorts. Totally. The other man's, Casual. like, sitting at the table reading the newspaper, if you will. Yeah. They seem like, I feel like that's the vibe right now. I don't see them on Twitter. I see them, like, actually reading the newspaper. <laughs> and then the guy at the stove is like, do you want some potatoes? And then the guy that's reading the newspaper doesn't hear him the first time oh, because yeah. he's so invested in the cartoons on Saturday. <laughs> And then the guy's like, I have you here. You've been eating my house. You've been using my shower. And yeah. I ask you if you want some food and you ignore me. And he's like, I didn't hear you. I just don't want any of your stupid <laughs> potatoes. And then the guy, like, hit him in the head. That's what I envision in my mind. Why do I feel like this had very little to do with potatoes and a lot to do with probably something else? Totally. You know what I mean? You ever been to something like that before? Where, yeah. like, even, like, in a relationship. You know what? I thought I forgave you for sleeping with my wife, but I didn't. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Yeah. Potatoes to the face. Yeah. Y'all PA so cray-cray. Last night, I saw a side of Garage Boy that I've never seen before. I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to this if your partner is a big sports fanatic because Mm -hmm. there are certain games, certain games that they go into Mm -hmm. where you could see a completely different side of them. And this was the first time you've ever seen this alternate, it's almost like an alternate universe side of a partner that's no, into a sports It was like game. a different person. Yeah. What happened? So we've been together for two years now and I've, I mean, two years full of football games. So like this isn't new, you know right. what I mean? And I know that he is like a huge football fan and he's a huge Rams fan and the Rams were uh, playing the 49ers last night. And so like 30 minutes before the game started, his breathing changed. <laughs> Like, no, I, sw- I swear to you, like, okay. no, I, su- I am not exaggerating. This is why it freaked me out so much because I was like, what is happening? Like, yeah. cause you also have to know that garage boys personality is literally the chillest, most calm person on the planet. He is the calm during the storm. Sure. You know what I mean? So I noticed like 
30 minutes before this starts, his, like, breathing is weird. And, like, he gets this, like, weird look in his eye. And we're making dinner. And he gets, like, really silent. And I just feel this, like, uncomfortable energy around him. And he is just, like, I don't, like, he's, like, cutting garlic. And it's just, like, louder than usual. (laughs) Almost like he's playing the game today. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, are you okay? And he was, like, no. And I was, like, okay. So we're eating dinner. And he's, like, barely eating. And, like, he's not talking to me. And the game starts at this point. And And then there's a point during dinner where he, like, put his hand on my arm. And it was, like, full of sweat on his hand. And I was, like, okay. I'm freaking out because, like, I feel like you're going to have a heart attack because it's almost scarier when they're quiet. Like, yeah. if he was, I would rather have him screaming at the TV just so I could, like, visualize and see. But the fact that he was, like, bottling it up inside, I thought he was going to, like, fall apart. What time was the game on? Was It was a late it game, It started wasn't it? at 6.30. So, did he, I'm sure he got to the end of the game. Then. Yeah, he how stayed was up his, the whole time. How was his reaction? And what time did the game end? Uh, it it ended, I think, a little bit before 10 because I went to sleep and then I woke up to him screaming. Yeah. So I was like, oh, and I think everyone can relate to this when their partner, you're just hoping that the team wins that your partner wants to because you're like, this is going to determine how the rest of our week oh, is going to go. Oh, yeah. So when I heard the scream, I was Because you didn't like, care. You're, you're a Ravens fan. You don't really care. Well, I was like, you know what? If anyone deserves to be happy, it's him. So I really wanted <laughs> wait, wait, him who, to who, win. Garage Boy? Yeah. I really wanted... <laughs> or the Rams. The, <laughs> garage Boy. Because okay. like... He doesn't ask for much. Yeah. He like minds his he own business it. He and loves he loves it. it. And I was like, I really hope the Rams win for the sake of this man right here. Because if they don't, I feel like I don't know what's gonna happen to him. Sure. I was like afraid. So when I heard the scream, I was like, Oh my god, like this is either gonna be good or it's either gonna be bad. What did the scream sound like? Um if you had to if you had to emulate it. Well, because I was sleeping. Yeah. So when I, I woke up to <gasps> So I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't hear a word. I just heard a sound. So I just I didn't move. I just I just froze there because I knew he was gonna come inside the room and I was just like, what's what's gonna happen? You kinda feel like you're in a horror movie there yeah. for a second. I was like, is he gonna cry in my arms or is he gonna like throw something against the wall or is he gonna like start crying? Yeah. I didn't know. What time was it approximately? Uh nine forty two. Okay. Yeah. Because I looked at my phone like, and I was like, what's happening? I just I just imagine like a scary movie like like there's someone in the house. They're yeah. making a noise. They're about to come in my room. What's going to happen? Yeah. So the door busts open and what happens? And he walks in and he's like, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we. <laughs> like, thank God. You're like, me and you or, oh, the team. Yeah. The team. I was like, are you okay? He's like, I almost started crying. <laughs> and he gets on his phone and starts like messaging profusely. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation <laughs> on the show. And we bring my mom on. He gets pumped up for the week. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. My mom and I do a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, last day of it being the number one podcast in the country. I don't know in February. We'll see. So <laughs> let's celebrate. Yay. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Called, whoop, whoop. It's called Certified whoop, whoop. Mama's Boy. Whoop, and it's, uh, the, uh, <laughs> it's on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast if you want to check that out. But on Monday morning at this time, we bring my mom on to do something called Mom's Monday Motivation. And this is just a quick little snippet of your morning mm-hmm. just to get you in a good mood and kind of get your brain set right. Right for the week, right? Yeah. So, Mom, what do we got for today? Okay, today it's from Helen Keller. When we do the best we can, we never know what miracle is wrought in our life or the life of another. Mm. And you don't know. You don't know what kind of an impact you're having on someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And miracles happen all the time. My goodness, Helen Keller knew that better than anyone, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just be conscious of that, that you never know 
when a miracle is going to happen to you or to someone else because of you. It is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if you've been like in the right place at the right time before to help somebody out before. Like, Mama, I'm thinking, I think of the story that one time we were kids and my sister busted her head open at like a McDonald's oh, playground or gosh. something or Burger King. Yes. Yes. The, the truck, this truck driver just happened to be just, just sitting. No, there. he wasn't. He was a former EMT oh, ambulance yeah. driver. That's right. Wow. He just happened to be sitting there and literally <laughs> drove my mom and me and my sister to the hospital. He did, drove did, you guys? Did he sit yes. there? Mom, did he sit there? Yes. Yeah. And stayed with us and drove us back to the Burger King to get his car and made sure we got home safely. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes your life path has to put wow. you in places to be a blessing, even if you don't understand why you're there. Absolutely. Like, like why was that man craving Burger King that day? I don't know. It's <laughs> delicious. Honestly, honestly. Other than that, you don't know. So like, think about that as you go through your day if, or just in your life path. If you're like, why, why is this happening? Maybe it's not the mm-hmm. blessing for you in this moment, mm-hmm. but you got to be the blessing for somebody else. Right. I believe we miss more miracles than we can even imagine. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. We're just not paying attention. Yep. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the truth. So think about that today as you get your Monday started. We call that Mom's Monday Motivation. And you can check out our podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. That's it for today, Mom. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you guys forever. Now. 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 The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Dr. Anthony Fauci says he's cautiously optimistic that the overall COVID trend is starting to come down across the U.S. in discussing the latest on the Omicron surge and reports of a new variant. So currently, the vast majority of cases across the nation are BA1, or what Fauci calls classic Omicron. He says the new Omicron variant, or BA2, doesn't appear to be any more severe. And over the weekend, Governor Hogan announced that the state of Maryland has surpassed 2 million administered COVID booster shots. And according to the state, COVID hospitalizations have been on the decline, falling below the pre-Omicron peak. Maryland also continues to report the lowest case rate across the U.S., ranking wow. fifth in the lowest positivity rate. And our statewide positivity rate is currently 9.87%. I wish they could have a cooler name. So they call it like the OG. You know what I mean? Like OG COVID. Oh, God. Versus like the newer ones, you know? Number two. Coca-Cola is turning another one of its drinks into an alcoholic beverage, and this will be the company's third boozy bev as it taps into the growing canned cocktail craze. And they will be launching the Simply Spiked Lemonade Variety Pack this summer. Simply is actually Coke's second biggest brand in the U.S., generating $1 billion in revenue. And Simply Spiked Lemonade is said to be sold in 12-can variety packs and uh, 24-ounce single cans. The flavors include strawberry, watermelon, blueberry, and then classic lemonade. And Simply Spiked Lemonade will hit stores this summer. That's made me feel warm on the inside. That's why I did it, because yeah. it just I had just <laughs> a, like a feeling of summer in my heart, and I feel like we could just all use that at looking at the like leftover snow yeah, right now. Yeah, looked outside. It still felt, you know... 22 degrees. That that was helpful. Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. Number one. Janet Jackson has finally told her story in a self-titled documentary showcasing her entire life in four episodes. Missy Elliott, Debbie Allen, Whoopi Goldberg, Jermaine Dupri, and more were just a few of her friends that appeared in the doc. And Janet has had the final say on the controversy over her Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. While many fans blame Justin Timberlake for pulling off part of Janet's top at the 2004 game, Janet apparently held no hard feelings. Justin and I are very good friends and we will always be very good friends. We spoke just a few days ago and he and I have moved on and 
and it's time for everyone else to do the same. Of course, it was an accident that should not have happened, but everyone is looking for someone to blame, and that's got to stop. So even though JT issued an apology to Janet last year, fans criticized him for not doing so at the time of the incident. But turns out that was actually Janet's doing. Janet says she and Justin talked once after everything happened, and she advised him just to keep quiet because she didn't want him to deal with the drama. Of course, he could have just manned up and defended her anyway, but I guess that's besides the point. Janice also said that when Justin headlined the Super Bowl halftime show back in 2018, his team actually reached out to her to see if she would be interested in, in appearing, but she declined. I bet. <laughs> She's like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh-uh. No way. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel after that? I mean, I kind of feel the same as, like, social media kind of blew up after this documentary. And it was just kind of making fun of the fact where it's like, Janet says, you guys, everybody chill. Justin's fine. And we're all like, we love you, queen. But no, we still mad at yeah. him forever. You know what I mean? Which like, is cool, but. Do you feel like that was a, because I honestly, I watched, the, there are four episodes, just FYI. If you haven't watched this new documentary. I watched two of the, of the four and it's like really good, by the way. I watched the first one, like maybe 10 minutes, the second one before I fell asleep. Um, it seems authentic, but that answer did not seem authentic to me. No, I think she's serious. I think she's just kind, and I think for herself, she's had to move on and forgive. Yeah. So I think she's honest in that. You know what Maybe, I mean? Possibly so. Yeah. Anyway, it's really good. And if you don't, because I was like, how am I supposed to watch this? A and E and Lifetime, <laughs> and it's free. So if you download the app, that's it. It's free. Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. We're gonna keep going through phones and see if we can get her on. Uh, so we're trying to get the update with Talk Me Out of It like we do on typical Mondays. Uh, t- Talk Me Out of It, by the way, is a segment we do on Thursdays yeah. where listeners come on and they say, there's a situation that I've got going through my head right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is crazy enough to work or if this is going to be disastrous. And, and the then, situation was she was considering stopping her best friend's wedding because she's in love with him. And yeah. he, she thinks that he needs to be with her. But how that works is we don't get their information. We just keep it completely anonymous. So it's up to them if they will call back and give us an update on their situation. And as of right now, we don't have her on the phone. No. And we don't have any way to like... This happens probably... It's only happened one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not, we're not going to give up. We're not going to give up. Yeah. Because maybe we'll still get a call. Um, but we just we told her 820 Monday. Mm-hmm. It's now 824. Uh, so what we say, though, is if, if you don't call back, we have to assume that you just... Like the worst thing happened. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So... If that's the case and we don't get a call back today. I'm assuming that she just did whatever she wanted. You, you think she said it? Do you think she actually... Because now all we can do is make up the end of the story. But we always say that. We always say, listen, if we don't hear back, mm-hmm. we have to assume the worst. I feel so, like she was going to do it either way. But I feel like if it would have worked out in her favor, I think she would call to like share mm-hmm. the joy that she feels. But mm-hmm. if it didn't end up the way she wanted it to, I don't know if she would be able to, if her heart could handle like kind of saying that out loud. You know what I mean? I think it could have gone one of two ways. I think you're right. I mm-hmm. think she could have like, because it sounded like on Thursday's show, she was pretty dead set. Yeah. Like there's nothing we could have really have said or done at that point. Mm-hmm. And there were actually a lot of positive calls on people that were calling in saying, listen, I felt this way. It was pretty split, to be honest. I'm glad that I, I'm glad I said something. Yeah. And there's people that did the opposite, saying, like, you're being selfish. This is their wedding. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't do that. I think Jess is probably right in the sense of she sounded pretty dead set on wanting to say. She was going to do it anyways. Yeah, say her feelings. But could it have gone the other way? Mm-hmm. Could she have not done it, but then been too prideful to call back in? 
You know what I mean? Because I, she did sound so dead set on on a Thursday show. I think she would tell us no matter what. If, it didn't like, work out the other way? Yeah. Well, listen, because we get bummed too. It sucks when we don't get calls back. We're like, well... What happened? <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah. Now I want to know. Yeah. So we'll keep going through phone, the phones and see if we can get her on. And by the way, Anonymous, if you're listening, even if it turned out terribly, like number we could, one. We talk to us still. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know who you are. And number two, we're super curious. Mm-hmm. So call us and give us the update. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.